Hi, Leslie. Hello. Hi, Danielle. I'm feeling jazzy today. Me too. I'm very chatty today. And I think it's because of the weather. I'm so excited. Um, and I think uh, the reason I'm really excited is we're, we're talk I wanted to talk to you about our experience together um, around collaborating uh, with our with our clients and ourselves. Uh, I really wanted to get a sense. We've just finished a, um, a major round of collaboration with one particular set of clients. And I wanted to like do a little bit of deeper dive in terms of lessons learned and the fun parts and the challenging parts about, around our collaboration together, which overall I'm, I'm pretty, pretty happy, pretty proud of. Um, but I, I, you know, I just wanted to get a sense from, from you around. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like when we take moments to really intentionally stop and think about what we learned from our clients, because um, we kind of designed this business so that we could do things that matter to us. Right. And reflection and growth for ourselves as practitioners is is kind of one of the cornerstones of, of something we felt we weren't ever getting time to do right out in our other jobs. It was just on to the next thing or the next problem or the next person so quickly. So I love this opportunity to, to reflect and that we make sure we build, build the time in collaboration between the two of us has always been a goal of working together. Like what was the point of being partners in business if we didn't also get to do wear our practitioner hats together sometimes? Yes. Um, oh, and and how satisfying was that doing that together, right? So and maybe we, we should sort of explain each the, the kind of work we did. Yes, yes. And uh, we should also uh, note that we were uh, very lucky to have Brittany join us in the collaboration, our ADHD coach, uh, whose um, participation and uh, wisdom and energy and just overall experience and working uh, with younger people was oh, was amazing to watch. It was fantastic. So what uh, Leslie and I, what we did together was uh, we recognized that we had um, clients, a family, who probably would uh, really um, benefit from having both uh, the educational consults consultancy lens and the therapeutic lens shined on them. And then later on, uh, recognizing that one of the family members had been diagnosed with ADHD, we uh, also thought, okay, we should bring Brittany in with her skills. And so looking, um, looking at the family, we're able to do uh, an assessment using both of our lenses and Brittany's, like so a therapeutic uh, family systems lens, and then uh, Leslie, you bringing your lens, which is uh, really understanding um, how uh, how some of the family members learned you got, through the process, you learned how everybody learned, but one or two of the family members already, how, how they learned and how they uh, perceived their diagnosis as uh, as as a deficit and slowly turning that around into a strength uh, but also understanding those ridiculous report cards and um, assessments uh, that came from other professionals to to give uh, shed light on the diagnosis and how incredibly technical uh, they were um, understanding that so 
um, once you and I realized, hey, they could probably use, uh, um, you know, our approach together, we started to really um, be kind of curious about what would that look like and how would the family benefit, right? And what I really liked was we we kind of dreamed a little bit, like if we could do anything for this family, what would we do? Yeah. And, you know, so what what we dream, dreamed up was some individualized work with different members of the family using different lenses and then building events or milestones activities for the whole family to do together um, mm-hmm. that would would enable us to see the skills that they had been building um, enable us to see those things happening in real time and to be able to debrief and validate that and help I mean, my real goal was to help the parents in real time see the strengths of the children, because the children know their strengths and they're leveraging them and they're working so hard to try and meet everybody's expectations and become who they need to be. Um, But sometimes grownups miss it, right? And so to be in the moment. So we we designed like two hours worth of activities, right? We had... um, fun silly games we had um building with lego and recreating different act different uh um and teaching each other how to build you know different designs with lego that was was really fun and every single thing we chose had had that lens which is how can we make the person who might be perceived as the weakest in this particular skill set shine yeah and so there was a lot of surprises that were uncovered i think by the family by our sort of strategically choosing different types of activities to really um, demonstrate that actually the weaknesses they perceived were not weaknesses. Yeah. Right? They were actually strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt like they, um, I felt like I got so much value in the collaboration, not just in the planning, which was fun. I mean, planning to do anything is fun. Like that's yeah. the best part of doing things is planning. <laughs> But, oh my gosh yes you know that's, for some of us that's true free coming out yeah <laughs> but to get it's almost like I got a little bit of that Danielle magic dust sprinkled on me even though you were mostly sprinkling it on the family you know to oh, be wow. I think it's when you watch people and or engage with people when they're in the zone right like to watch people do what they're good at somehow rubs off on you even though you're you know on the sideline watching um so that I really enjoyed and we know that about each other we love to to get to be around each other doing the things we're good at is really fun but I think I interrupted you you were going to say something well no but thank you uh you interrupted me with a compliment and I (laughs) I will take it um uh, similarly to you, uh, Leslie, I, I got to watch both you and Brittany in your element, um, watching a family grow together. And I think I love that your your um, your clinician goal uh, goal and hat was to allow the parents to see their kids in a different light and see their strengths. And for me, uh, my underlying goal throughout the whole thing was to allow uh, each member to understand that they're still growing and that they have to change their approach to each other. Um, Parents to understand they're now they're now parenting teens and tweens, not not little kids anymore. 
and uh, for the kids to understand that they too are growing and they can't expect their parents to be uh, holding them as much, you know, um, and a lot like, so they're just overall the growth. I was, I was wanting and really hoping that the, the family would understand that they need to grow together and be ready for the change and transition. And that's really around that mindset piece that you and I are so, so um, invested in, you know, actually getting people to understand where their mindset is now and where they'd like it to go and what's in between. Right. So that was really, really lovely to watch unfold in the family. And I think about one of the other elements of our design, which was that everything wasn't going to be easy. Yeah. Right. And we intentionally set it up in different ways. So an example, like for for folks who are listening. So an example was, you know, youngest kid builds something with Lego. No one else can see it. Um, and then with their back, you know, to the oldest person in the family, they have to describe what they built and try and help that person uh, recreate it. And then like a game of telephone, you know, that person then takes it to the next person and tries to get them to recreate it. And then all the way along. And then everybody shows at the end um, how close or how far, right, they were and has a big laugh because it's always far, you know, because it's a hard, <laughs> it's a hard thing. But um, I really loved watching the grown-ups have to be resilient in the face of a task that for them was very difficult because mm -hmm. we all know what what it's like now as adults choosing to be in environments that are easier for us right we tend to avoid the things that are hard and we don't put ourselves in those positions um and uh, so that was just so neat to to watch them have to be resilient in the face of you know that's well that's not how I want to build it right <laughs> this is not how I want to receive the information about how to build the structure what am I going to do um and it really modeled for the kids uh that 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 doesn't stop you know because I don't yeah. think often doing that as parents or as adults showing kids um the hard the hard parts of our own growing and modeling you know that this it's one of the reasons why I keep taking courses actually um I mean because I'm a nerd and I like learning new things and it keeps me out of trouble but I have three kids around my house I want them to see what I look like when I'm uh before I'm going to write a test Yes. I want them to see what I'm saying out loud at the dinner table three That's days, right. you know, before a big paper is due or whatever, because mm -hmm. how else do they know that unless they're seeing it? Right. Well, it, it gives you an advantage too. It gives us all an advantage that are, are always trying to do something new because then you remember the feeling of oh, the struggle. Oh, why is this teacher asking me to do this? Oh, I don't really want it. And you remember that feeling and then when you see it in your kids you're like oh well no wonder they're struggling I don't like it either how can I acknowledge the 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 hard work and the feeling that goes with it so that they don't feel like oh well I I shouldn't feel this way or this is wrong you know or I I uh, I've got it wrong everybody else knows how to do this and I don't when you when you do that I love the fact that when you are in your courses and they tell you to write something you're like 
I can write it, but I know what you're asking me is just to write something that you want to read, not something that would actually help me. And your the frustration level I see on your face. I'm like, yeah, and every every high school kid is feeling that right now. Everyone, you know. So that's yep. so great. And it, it's true. It does uh, bring you back, right? And and helps you realize, wow, I have all these skills to adapt to this feeling and still I feel it just as strong or maybe stronger than I used to even I don't want to um I was thinking also in terms of our design for the collaboration about how we intentionally debriefed each activity and and how you and in particular Brittany was so helpful in choosing questions that that everyone could answer from their own lived experience about the activity so um, and giving people a chance to sort of test out some ideas, maybe things they wouldn't normally say in front of each other, mm-hmm. um, and to receive some validation for expressing some of those either fears or concerns or worries or or feeling proud or excited. Um, when when you think about the debrief process with the family, what, yeah. what sort of sticks out for you? I think uh, I really loved, and this is like a process thing. I really like the the um, the uh, evolution of the debriefing process. Uh, beginning, uh, we had the debriefing right at the end. We had the the family do all the activities and then do debriefing at the end. And then the, at the second time that we all came together, uh, your suggestion to have the family debrief uh, at each. Uh, um, in between each activity and in writing or, you know, recording it, fantastic because it allowed each person to, we, they developed the muscle of re, uh, reflection at the first one, knowing that that's what we're going to do. You know, that's the work is the reflection. And then when we came together the second time, a few months later, um, having them debrief individually after each activity, just for two, three minutes, they were they were well uh, positioned to do that, and and were authentic in the way that they 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 wrote wrote or shared their um, their their reflections, um, and so that really uh, truly resonated me with me the authenticity of what they were doing, of what they were sharing and what they were writing down. Um, or drawing as one of them did, which was lovely. Um, so that, yeah, that really great, really, really great. The other piece I wanted to mention is, uh, and this is where Brittany's work is just uh, um, astounding to behold, is just seeing that one family member for whom at the very beginning of all this work together with that that family Everybody thought, oh, it's that it's that family member's fault. If we could just fix them, everything else would be fine. The house would be better. Um, and through the work, the individual work that Brittany did with that family member, coupled with the support that we were encouraging the entire family to give to that person, allowed that family member to self-advocate uh, in a way that parents were sometimes uh, surprised and amazed but gave such satisfaction to that one individual that so you could see the family go, oh, that's their voice there. That's what's happening. And that self-advocacy was then self-perpetuated for the other family members 
who, you know, particularly the other other kids, you know, were like, well, I can also say that this is what I I think and feel. And it it was just fantastic to see that. One of the things we really encouraged was how were they going to live it out um, yeah. beyond <laughs> the moment of this constructed, right, well-intentioned and designed process. Yeah, you, were for them. you were great okay. at what are you going to do at home? What is this like at home? Because, yeah. you know, you take an activity like that, that's an, a metaphor, right? Yeah. It's a metaphor for like life play as an example. Um, but then actually there's parts of our lives that don't feel very much like play, mm -hmm. but actually have some of the same types of challenges in them. Right. And so what, what did you do here that you could recreate at home or what, what, what does this remind you of? Um, and, and it made me think, you know, e all members of the family could identify that, you know, well, that activity is kind of like how I feel when I empty the dishwasher yes. or that activity is kind of like how I feel when you don't empty the dishwasher <laughs> <laughs> or that activity. You know, um, I felt rushed when we did that. I wanted to do it so much longer. That reminds me at home, right, when I'm playing video games and then it's coming to an end and I feel rushed. So I think we were able to sort of translate some of the skills that they demonstrated in those activities that seemed like play, you know, into some understanding about um, uh, how the learning and adapting and growing and changing is happening in their household. And, yeah. and maybe just gave some of those mundane, repetitive tasks a little bit more, those household tasks, maybe more meaning or more, more purpose. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, when we find out how to give those household tasks more meaning, you let me know. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, but gosh, on some days it's really, really hard. Um, but I have a question for you. Like, so if we were to, uh, if we were to do this again, or when we do this again, um, not just, uh, not just working with this family but on a on a macro scale um if we were to co collaborate again uh in the very short term is there anything we would do differently and i'm challenging myself right now to think about that you know i would challenge us to yeah. to go to the end state that we really yes. and work backwards a little yeah. more. Me I think too. we were at the we were at the where they are now yeah. as a family individually. Where yeah. are they all now, and mm -hmm. where would we hope we could maybe sh shift them towards, or some light we hope they could see, or something they might experience? But I don't think we were as end goal oriented as we could have been, and and. That makes it sound much more prescriptive, like we were going to take them on a journey from A to B. And that's yeah. not what I mean, because that's yeah. not how we work. We we work in the moment. But I think, like, for example, if the parents, one of the, one of the end goals for the parents could have been uh, they will be able to identify household tasks that have maybe some new meaning and purpose to them. Like where mm -hmm. can they use those household tasks to exercise some of these muscles? Like yeah. concretely having that as a goal at the be at the beginning and designing with that in mind. That was one of the outcomes that happened. Yeah. Right. But actually we could have seen that coming um, uh, as, a, as a strategy, I think mm -hmm. more intentionally and embedded that a little bit more in terms of our design. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I like the the more tangible, concrete uh, goals. And I think um, with this uh, this family, they would have appreciated that as well. So I love it. I think to add to that, Leslie, I think um, the 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 three of us um, we knew that we each had uh, specific uh, goals for the the specific clients we were working with in the family. And we, and we stated those overtly, and that's why we were able to come up with a great plan for how the activity should go. But I think uh, going forward, we as, as uh, clinicians and as professionals need to ask ourselves a specific, what is it that we would like to see? Just be, if not, be brave about it. What we would like to see with the family at the, uh, at the end. And it's sort of similar to what you're saying, but it's about us as um, as humans being overt about what what it is we would like and what we'd like to receive back mm -hmm. being just completely honest and open about that and um, I think now that we've all had this um, had this opportunity to work together um, we understand each other a little bit better you know, from the clinician side and we're able to 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 uh, to put out our 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 offerings a little bit more you know just and just be brave even if it sounds like ridiculous like i want this family to be able to eat you know a, have a whole meal without fighting like you know right. could that possibly happen you know even if it sounds ridiculous and um and almost impossible and i don't i don't think we quite did that and i think I, and from my own perspective i i don't think i leaned quite in as much as i could have on mm -hmm. in terms of designing the activities like there was a lot of learning that happened but there yeah. was a couple of very specific things in upon reflection that i mm -hmm. would have liked to have addressed about the nature of learning because you see like this is something we assume that we yeah. understand because mm -hmm. we think we understand how we learn ourselves right best case scenario i know how i learn right yeah. and then right. we then translate well how i learn probably is how you learn child mm -hmm. or husband or whatever and it's never that case <laughs> right different humans learn things differently right i really would have liked like i just on the fly i'm thinking how cool would it have been for the for the family to have completed a school like task, yeah. right? That has a certain element of success for some family members and a certain element of frustration for others, right. and really find a way to help the the family members experience the frustration. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, if it, if you're a quick reader, right? I learn by reading. Put something in front of me. I can quickly scan it. I've got it figured out. Okay. Well, what could we have? done for that family member to slow it down yeah. like they were only given one sentence at a time oh. that, right that one family member could only yeah. get one sentence at a time right you know and then that would have slowed them down to the pace of some of the other people and right. maybe some of and and then maybe some frustration would have emerged right so it's right. like frustrating them with a purpose right. <laughs> which yeah. is to help develop that empathy and understanding oh, yeah. that you think you know, you think you know how you learn and you can't understand why your kid isn't doing it the way that you think they should. And mm -hmm. uh, and also when you try and help them, 
right? This is this is part of my own work is helping families where yeah. the parents really want to help the kid, but actually everything they do that makes it worse. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. So I would have maybe leaned in a bit more on designing particular learning focused activity where we could have unpacked just a little bit more about that. Okay, let's do that next time. That's great. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, and in terms of um, uh, in terms of like uh, housekeeping and logistics and all of that, I think I feel like we spent enough time uh-huh. doing the activities um, and uh, debriefing. But there's a little piece inside of me that still wants to, and maybe this is me having having my own uh, issues of of letting go and ending. But there's a piece of me that that still wants to follow up with that family and um, and have them show me in their milieu what they're what they learned, what they did different, what they're doing differently, you know. So there's a still that just little piece. And that's why I had mentioned uh, at one of our, our lovely staff meetings where we talk about our wins. We were talking about what should we do for the family? And I suggested maybe going back in the fall or maybe before summer even and having an, an outdoor activity just to catch up with them so that they could they could show us what it is that they've learned. Mm-hmm. You know? And and. I think now in retrospect, you know, if we were were going to deliver that sort of format again to a family, I think we would have more of a structure around it. Uh, I think we picked arbitrarily, we would do two sessions, right? Right. But actually, upon reflection, it's, it's, three is always a good number. And a three plus a bonus, right? Three, three meaningful moments, right? Of intentional gathering yeah. and learning with a significant amount of time in between to process and, and apply it. And then, then a close, and then an intentional closing and honor yeah. honoring, you know, yes. moment that is maybe that's going out for ice cream. Maybe that's having a picnic. Maybe yeah. that's, you know, um, uh, swinging by to play at the park. And, and I think it points to, you know, partially how we, we do our work, which is sure. We do a lot of work online and we do a lot of work uh, in, in, um, I certainly work in libraries and, you know, places, but, but actually we work in people's communities, right. And in yeah. their homes and in their, um, you know, where we try and get right in there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so having that um, a bit, a bit of closure um, is a healthy ending and in the community where, where we all live, I agree. So let's do that too. Well, we've got that all planned for next time. Good debrief. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, thinking of these questions in advance and, and uh, steering our conversation. And uh, I, I'm glad we record this because sometimes I say things and then afterwards I can't remember what I said. I, I swear I had some kind of good idea. What was that? <laughs> well, you're welcome. I didn't actually think of any of these questions ahead of time. I just, you know... I just sat and spent time with you. Um, and this is this is how we this is why I really like working with you because you you think um you think in a circular way and not in the bad way. Like it's not an end never ending spiral, but you always want to finish it so that there's a renewal cycle right around the corner. And that is that's the beauty of being around you. 
well, we got compliments in either way, <laughs> both ways in this podcast. That's so lovely. <laughs> Why? Thanks. Thanks for making the time. It's good to connect. Okay. See you next time. Bye. Bye.